0: it's the mildly professional podcast with amber and Lara, and today we will be talking about stories of two of my friends who are married so we're very excited to talk about their stories and mm-hmm. the differences and their career paths and how they work together really well i think so roll the intro We got two gals from a college town Making memories, going through the business route With a little experience, a whole lot of ambition They go about their lives on a never-ending mission To share their knowledge everywhere they go first we decided today that we're going to do a reddit story yes and respond to it because i know we've got feedback that the quizzes are great but the last two quizzes that we did i felt like they were duds well it was still entertaining i'm sure right it, the result, tell us it's entertaining yes it, <laughs> i'm sure it was i'm sure i'll laugh listening back to answering all the questions but then reading the results i thought yeah this is not it it wasn't our personality as much as the other ones were. I know I I related more to the what breakfast you are or whatever.
1: Yes
0: (laughs) or are you what kind of potato are you?
1: Yeah. What's in
0: your pirate's chest? Right those were all so good so we need to find some better ones but today we'll do something a little bit different so Laura take it away with the post. Okay so the post is on the subreddit
1: am I the a-hole only instead of a-hole. It's the whole word. My sister Chrissy listens to this podcast every once in a while, and she started listening with my niece and nephew there, and apparently I said the A word. And now they had a whole conversation about cussing, and she's like, so I'm going to listen to it on my own now. And so to avoid her having to listen to it just by herself so she can listen
0: while she's being a mom.
1: I like that.
0: I like that. We should, yeah. Make a conscious effort. We're just not gonna. No. That's probably good. I didn't think about that. We probably should... Consider the fact that there might be children around. Yeah,
1: because yeah. we want to
0: help with their professional development as well. Yeah, start them young. That's right, Sadie. So Or Argo, whichever so, one yes. of my dogs. So we are recording at Laura's house, and the dogs are not happy that we're not giving them attention. So if you hear them, sorry, but it'll be fine. They'll calm down in a bit. Yep. Yep, there
1: we go. All right, so this is on the subreddit AITA for Am I the a hole Am I the a-hole for embarrassing a lunch thief at work? So pretty much the title. I don't think I'm the a, but I'm getting some flack for it, so I really don't want to I really want to clear this up. So I started a new job recently. I work in a small studio. There are several others in the building. Think open floor plan with sections assigned to each studio. The person I had an altercation with doesn't work for my studio, just FYI. I eat lunch at one-ish, and most people eat at twelve. I came down early to eat at twelve. I made coffee, and while at the counter, noticed my Tupperware in the sink, empty. Imagine my surprise when I turned around and saw a man I didn't know sitting down at the table with my food on his plate. He had just stuck it in the microwave. Acting rashly since I was mad, I sat down next to him and said, Hey, that looks good. Mind if I try it? Then before waiting for an answer, I yanked the plate away from him and snatched his fork out of his hand. He just blinked in shock as did the other people there as I started eating. He then quite loudly asked what I thought I was doing and I replied, huh, you know this was actually much better when I first cooked it. It probably lost some flavor in the fridge. He caught on, he caught, caught, he caught on quickly that it, that it was my food and went a little red. I then asked him where he got the gall to steal someone else's lunch and then asked them what they were doing when they took it back. He stuttered out some nonsense about not knowing it was mine, and I replied, well, you knew it wasn't yours, right? He just mumbled something like an apology, and I said, that's no problem, it was nice, he'd warmed it up for me, in an admittedly B-wordy tone. And then he just got up and left, and the people there just stared in silence. Two of the silent watchers, maybe his mates, I don't know, they told me that I was rude to him, and that there had been nicer ways to go about it. I told them to think how they'd feel if someone ate their food before saying they should focus on their lunch, and I'll focus on mine. Well, it's been a little awkward at lunch since, and I have the impression a few people are talking shiitake about me at work now. Maybe I could have been nicer, sure. I still don't think I was wrong, but tell me, Reddit, am I the a-hole? Too long didn't read. Lunch thief tried to eat my food in front of me. I took it back and embarrassed him in front of his colleagues. Then he, you know, came back with an edit saying, thanks for blowing this up. I just wanted to drop an edit to say thank you. Um, Maybe I should chat to some people and see if the food thief has struck before and we'll update if y'all are interested. Otherwise, additional info. I saw some comments saying that I should go to HR, but my studio doesn't have HR and the perp doesn't work for the same place. We do have a de facto office manager, but I don't want to take it any further since I'm still new here and on probation. Slash, think my reaction might have been enough. Update. So not sure if anyone wanted an update, but I finally found out from a new friend at work that yes, the lunch thief has struck before. Apparently everyone wrote their names on their lunch to combat this, and the thief then targeted unmarked lunch or lunch items. Guess no one told me. Ha. Huh. Ha. People apparently started being petty and standoffish to the thief since, and he blames me for that, lol. Also, according to my new friend, most were actually very pleased that the thief was finally identified slash dealt with. I was assured that besides the thief in question and his cronies, no one thought I was being a B-word. However, not knowing much about me, assumed I was a very serious or clicky person for my reaction, which I mean fair. I dress very professionally when most of the office dress is quite casual, which probably added to that think high heels, blouse and skirt versus shorts, graphic tees and slops. Slops. Hm. Hmm. Don't know. I guess flops is what they were going for. I've started to come down to lunch earlier to chat to some people and the office seems to be warming up to me. So not a drama filled update, but I'm very happy things turned out so well and my reputation with my colleagues is off to a good start. Thanks again for all of the comments and support. I think this will be the final edit slash update too. Thanks, Reddit. And then this was posted 14 days ago. Wow. So, most of everything, it's about, um, not gonna lie, all I can think about is the Friends episode with Ross's sandwich. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so, I don't know. I think everybody's pretty and saying, calling him a legend, and why would anybody be nice to a thief? Um, Did they say what gender they were i'm assuming who the the poster yeah i'm assuming the poster is a woman
0: yeah because of what they talked about yes but then people are commenting saying he not that it matters that's just interesting because <laughs> i read i that think they're fall. saying
1: sorry i think they're saying he as in the i think i read that wrong so he as in the thief and then they haven't specified oh. a gender for the
0: poster. Oh, okay.
1: But I'm assuming female because she posted about what she wore, but then also used the words, I don't want to be considered a B word, which yeah. men yep. wouldn't use that one, typically. Right. So I don't even know if we really have much to say. I just found it entertaining. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody's saying what we're thinking, which is like, no, I think that's awesome. <laughs> Very bad A of her, I, I think.
0: No, I thought that was, yeah, that was a pretty cool... A pretty cool way to go about it because me in that moment would have literally just been like, wait, what? And probably (laughs) just stood there. I don't even know that I would have thought of that action to take. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe I would have said just, hey, did you mean to heat up my lunch?
1: (laughs) I know me. I'd be like, well, I have to buy lunch now. (laughs) (laughs) Would you just not say anything? No, I don't know. I'd like to think that I would say something, but I never know how I'm going to react until I'm in the moment. sometimes I chicken out, sometimes I'm really in it, and I'm like, no, how dare you eat my lunch? (laughs)
0: How dare you? Oh my gosh, I actually have a story where this happened, but it was on accident, and I'll still randomly think about it to this day and just start (laughs) laughing, and nobody knows why, and I just start laughing, but where I I worked somewhere before where, yeah, there was a community fridge, like normal, Um, and sometimes people would label their stuff, but really nobody cared. You just kind of knew what you brought and whatever. So I had this coworker who will call Dave. And then another coworker who will call Brandon. Okay, so Dave and Brandon. So Dave usually brought chicken fried rice for lunch. Okay. And always used glass Tupperware containers with really red nice. with red lids, like you know the Pyrex Eco-friendly. ones. Eco-friendly, love yes. it. Okay. Better for your food anyway, just FYI. Uh, when you're heating it up in the microwave to use glass huh. you can do your own research. You know, you're right, but also what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But so that was in there. Anyway, and then so Brandon doesn't come in until later. So one day Dave is like, I got to buy lunch today. And I went, Oh, but you have chicken fried rice in the fridge. <laughs> and he goes, no, I don't. I said, yeah, you do. Like, your chicken fried rice, it's in there, like, in your Pyrex container or whatever. I ch- like, I checked in the fridge earlier when I grabbed my food or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe I was on kitchen duty that week, so I just knew what was in the fridge. And he's like, oh, weird. So he looks in the fridge and goes, yeah, I guess this is mine. But he seems really (laughs) confused about it. But I'm like, that has to be yours. You just forgot it was in there. Because I remembered him saying, oh, I keep forgetting to eat my chicken fried rice out of the fridge. Sure. Okay. So then, anyway. Have lunch. Dave eats the chicken fried rice. And then I'm in my office, which is across from the kitchen. And Brandon, again, late to lunch, walks in, (laughs) opens the refrigerator, and I hear someone ate my lunch <laughs> and I go
1: what do you mean I bet you're thinking wow someone had the audacity to yeah. eat your lunch yeah
0: <laughs> yep so then oh oh my gosh I'm scared your cat's gonna start drinking my drink okay so basically I'm like what do you mean I'm like what did you have he goes chicken fried rice <laughs> I just start dying laughing because I don't know how else to respond to the situation than to just laugh and then I go oh my gosh Brandon you won't believe it it's my fault that your lunch is not in there I tell him the whole situation well first of all I go get Dave yep of course and so we're all in the break room laughing about this whole situation he's like dude, oh my gosh, I bring this stuff all the time and in the same container, and I thought Whoa. maybe it wasn't mine, but I thought, also, I forget my food all the time, so maybe <laughs> it is. I mean, what are the odds right. that they both have, like, and, and he goes, because, uh, Brandon's wife, I guess, made him, started making him lunch to save money, didn't uh, want him eating out as much. Yeah. And Dave and him are talking about, like, we make it the same way. It's, you know, sometimes chicken fried rice can be different. It yeah. looked the same. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So, but Brandon goes, it's fine anyway. I wanted to eat out. It's my wife making me this chicken breakfast. And I said, do you need my number to call me later when she does not believe you that this is what happened? <laughs> No way. Could you imagine if you told Trent, no, stop eating out. Yeah. I'm making you this food. And he called and said, well, some co-worker ate it. Sorry. Right. <laughs>
1: sorry. That's like my dog ate my homework. Like, right. and it's the, the grown-up equivalent. Oh, well, someone ate my lunch. Oh,
0: my mm. gosh. I would just never forget him opening the fridge and just being like, someone, someone ate my ate lunch. <laughs> I go, what? <laughs> Who has the audacity to eat your lunch? Oh and it was all my fault. Like, I take full so responsibility. Funny. I'm thinking, do you want me to buy you lunch today? I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> That is so funny. This is all my fault. With trying to be helpful, but yep, just You tried it. Whatever. <sighs> that's no good deed goes unpunished, right? I need to mind my business sometimes, apparently. <laughs> Worry about yourself. <laughs> Anyways, that's my little funny side note to when you said that, I thought I've got a story for that. So. Yes. I love that. Okay, but let's see. Let's get into this. We've got today, my friends Kim and Ryan, we had them submit forms. So we're going to talk about their stories. I'm so excited. So basically, Kim was an audiologist at my first job out of college. That's where we met at the ENT. It was like ENT audiology place. We met there. And then later on, she no longer works there anymore, which I'm sure she'll talk about in her interview. But I knew she was dating this guy, Ryan. They were Mm -hmm. super cute. I'd met him before. But then we were exchanging Christmas gifts. Um, Christmas of 2020. Christmas of 2020, but we didn't exchange gifts till January, so it was right. 2021, and Kim and Ryan were getting married in May. Kim gave out gifts and asked me to be the officiant of her wedding, which was crazy. So, that was crazy. I was so honored that she wanted me to officiate her wedding, so I did, so I married them, and now they are. That's so sweet. On our podcast, kind of. Kind of, yeah. And we appreciate that they took the time to do this, because they're super busy, and also, Kim is pregnant. I don't... I know she's, I think, in the end of, she's got to be end of her second trimester. She's due in mm-hmm. June, and it's March. February. Oh, February. Well, almost March. Almost March, yeah. So, yeah, they've been crazy busy. Mm-hmm. So we're excited to talk about them today. All right, so I'm going to do Kim, and Laura's going to do Ryan. So we explained how I met Kim. That's also by proxy how I met Ryan, obviously, mm-hmm. and that's why they're in our lives now. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I do know them at this point. Honestly. I hear so much about them. Yep. I have my Minnesota world and then my Georgia world. And I feel like everybody thinks they know each other at yep. this point. Yep. Yep. Because I tell so many good stories. hmm Okay, so, current job title and brief description. So, currently, Kim is a mobile audiologist. And then she put in parentheses, soon to be nanny, which is so exciting. I think when yeah. she took this, it wasn't official. But she is putting her job as a mobile audiologist to be a nanny which is a better lifestyle fit for her so I hope she talks about that and in her job as a mobile audiologist she travels to various care centers in the Twin Cities she performs hearing tests and dispensing and repairing hearing aids for the residents and she will be a nanny of two kids um, ages two and four starting next month cute yes she's so excited so then, with the tell us something cool about you, she said, I'm currently 24 weeks pregnant with a baby well, girl. Ah, a baby girl. They wanted a girl. Ryan has a son from a previous relationship, and he also really wanted a little sister. So we're excited. Because he already That's has a cute. brother, oh, too. yeah. An older brother, so now he'll have a little sister. So he was, I love that. He was very excited. So, did you go to college? Yes, she went to college. She is an audiologist. She is a doctor of audiology. That's so cool. Alrighty, so... We had to take a mini break because my animals were unruly. (laughs) So they moved to the guest room. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Kim went to college. Mm -hmm. She majored in elementary education, undergrad for three years. That's what she did. And then speech language hearing sciences, undergrad for two years, and graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in speech language hearing sciences oh wow interesting yeah and then she did speech language pathology for grad school for one semester and then switched to audiology grad school Mm. for four years and graduated with a doctorate of audiology and then she put the emoji that's like the little sweat bead at the top (laughs) (laughs) she jumped around quite a bit yeah Uh but it was still in the similar vein at the same time which i think is cool yeah. Well, then, on top of that, now she doesn't want to be an audiologist. <gasps> That's right, because she wants to be a nanny. hmm And she doesn't even necessarily... I know she's excited about the nanny job, and it's going to work um, for her life, but she was even looking at a librarian job. Oh, wow. So she was really just trying to find something that would be a better fit mm. for her. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the traveling audiology, I think that that got difficult for her with her pregnancy too. Oh yeah. Always having to go to different locations and all the equipment she has to unload mm-hmm. and then they were messing up her schedule. So she would completely unload at a location and then they'd go, okay, actually you're not supposed to be there today. You're supposed to be somewhere else. Oh, so gosh. you have to pack it all up, drive an hour yeah, to her next place, unload. And then that's just a lot. Yeah. I don't blame her. Yeah, inconsistent. And then she would have to come home and do a lot of admin work. Mm -hmm. That would sometimes take a long time. So, yeah, not a good good balance for her. And she's an Enneagram type 9, in case anybody was wondering. Love that. So then walk us through your professional journey. And she admits, she says, So long and bendy (laughs) with many stops. LOL. (laughs) She says, Mainly, my college experience was this way, as you can see above. I never really felt like I had a career calling in life at any point. I was very good at school, but also had so much anxiety surrounding it that I think I ended up liking nothing in terms of subject matter. Hmm. I chose elementary education as a major because my mom was a preschool teacher And then chose SLP, audiology, because it seemed more clinical, and I think I liked the prospect of having to continue with school. Mm -hmm. One of the only things that I saw myself as good at. I feel that. Yeah. I relate to that. I can see that. So, she admits, audiology was never a passion, and the jobs always stressed me out. I learned a lot more about myself after finishing school, and wished I had known, um... That a profession interacting with strangers all day was not for me. (laughs) Yeah. She says, I am a true introvert and super shy, so would likely thrive at a job where I'm working on projects mostly independently all day. Still not sure what that means in terms of a career, but I now find myself being more family-centered and moving away from an outside career. Nannying is a good balance um, of that for now, but I would love to become a stay-at-home mom one day, if feasible. Which, that that track should be does that. Yeah, she'd be mm. a really great stay-at-home mom. I think you never really know either until you have kids yeah. what you actually want to do because I always considered it to be, oh, I, w- I wouldn't ever want to be a stay-at-home mom, but who knows? I could yeah. end up having kids, and if it's possible, I'd be yeah. like, okay, maybe this could work for me. Sure. Um, I'd probably want to do like, homeschooling too if I was a stay-at-home mom. I could see that. Yeah, like that if I was going to be good, I'd be full in. Like, yeah. I'm here and I'm doing it. Love that. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: totally relate to her about the job and being an introvert and being shy. And working with strangers all day would not be my idea of fun. Yeah. So I get that, which it's funny now because I think part of
0: my job will be interacting with strangers a lot. So that'll be funny, but... Well, but also I think when she was an audiologist at a clinic... Yeah. She at least had the interactions with coworkers that she knew. Sure. With the traveling audiologist job... She had literally, it was just strangers all day, every day. Yeah, that's so a So for you, you have your coworkers that are consistent. That's really true. That's, yeah. You have that to fall back on. I get that.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine just having nobody all day, every day. Because at least with my other job, where I worked from home, um, I had the comfort of home. Yeah. And it was all on the phone, and that kind of took off some pressure. So at least I had that going. And then you get familiar with everybody told my food is
0: calling hey laura once had somebody from facebook marketplace turn around because it was too dark in front of her house so the delivery driver says trying to find your location and she's not wrong it can be really difficult to find if you're not looking for it and we're back (laughs) again (laughs) so yes you were talking about comfort of home do we move on from that i think so all right so next up Are you happy with your current role? And then what's your desired next step and career goals? So she explains, um, I was not very happy in audiology, which is partially why I made the switch to become a nanny again, which she had been one before. Mm -hmm. I was a nanny for a family for about five years while going to college and enjoyed the experience. I wouldn't say I'm super passionate about the nannying profession either, but it is something that will work best for my family goals for the foreseeable future, and I do like it. That's awesome. I think that it's a really good fit for her. And she gets really good PTO, oh, you know, nice. and we haven't really yet talked about it, but this whole, when are you going to get a real job? If you're providing for right. yourself, for your family, you have a job, you're doing it, you're doing fine. You've got a real job. Right. Yeah. And you, and you have a career and you're doing it. We're all just trying to make yeah. it by mm-hmm. for a little while and yeah. you'll figure the rest out later. So And that includes like stay at home moms and... Yeah. And stay-at-home
1: dads. Like, that is such a job. Mm-hmm. And so that annoys me when people are like, oh, but you don't work. Your life is so easy. It's like, uh, have you met children? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, have you? Right. multiples. Oh, my gosh. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't feel bad about it. I remember telling her that because she was like, well, she was kind of between the nannying job and the librarian job. Mm. She said, well, the librarian job's more of a career path, but the nannying job... It was more all these other things. I said, don't worry about the career path as much. Right. Yeah, that's something that you need to consider, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you're just going to figure it out. And you never mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Yeah. And you just need out of this job right now. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You really do. Okay. So, I asked, then, what is your pers- personal mission and vision? Um, she said, hmm, this is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> it was for me, too. Same, yeah. Kim. Yes, we all, had, we all struggled a little bit. So she said, I think lead with kindness and empathy while trying to leave a positive footprint in the world and then in parentheses can be something little or big. She's right up my alley. Yeah. Me and her are very similar. Yes, you guys are. That's so funny. I think I love that. I, a lot of people, we all kind of talk about empathy and leading with that first. Yeah. I think we all appreciate when somebody's understanding mm-hmm. of us And so to try to be doing that to other people. For sure. Yeah. I love that. Cute. Okay, love it. What is the most important lesson you've learned through your life or professional career? That's a good question. Let's see. I've learned to take time to get to know yourself. After college, I learned a lot about myself through various personality research and self-reflection. I wish I would have gotten into that earlier because I think it would have really helped me figure out a career or profession that would work best for me. I think that is what should be the focus in terms of figuring out career goals. Also set boundaries, keep them, and create a harmonious work-life balance that, again, works for you. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Got any feedback on that one? No, I think, it, I think it's really self-explanatory. I like that. The self-reflection is, we're learning about that now in our mm-hmm. MBA, one of our MBA classes, how important it is and any way that you do that figure out how to self-reflect because Mm -hmm. I remember Kim going through this journey Mm -hmm. and I just, every single time she said, I need help figuring this out. I said, what do you want? Like that meme, the, what do you want? (laughs) What do you want from the notebook? Yes, Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What do you want? And she goes, okay, maybe that's my problem. I don't know what I want. (laughs) I feel that. Yes. Yeah. So true. That's what it's all about. So is there anything you want the world to know? That we didn't ask you about. And she said Amber's awesome. And I haven't met Laura yet. But I'm sure she's awesome too. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're awesome Kim. You're great. Yes.
1: Love it. Kim is so great. Oh that's so sweet. I like her a lot.
0: I just. I know I haven't met her. But I don't need to. Like I just know she's good. (laughs) She is good. She's good people. And I think. There's a lot to learn there. From her story. About. And hey look. Don't feel bad about it. You know, you went to school to become an audiologist, and now you don't want to do that anymore, so And I find it fascinating, too, that she has a whole
1: doctorate and yet is going to be a nanny, which I know in some people's brains is like a downgrade, right? Like, they think the nanny, like you said, the real job situation. But I find that interesting because that just goes to show how your path is always changing. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have such a long journey to go on. Like, your working career, your working life is a majority of your time here on Earth. And the amount of turns it's going to take that make no sense to anybody else but you, like, that's why you can't care what, any, what anybody else thinks because it's your journey. And if that works best for her life now, it's what she wants to do, yeah. then good for her. Like, it doesn't
0: matter what anybody else has to think on that. So I think that's really cool. And just working towards what you think you want to do, and you'll figure it out as you go. Yeah. Right? Because I think I I got kind of hung up on that a little bit of, how am I supposed to plan the next five years or set these goals for myself if it could always change? Like, what am I really... (laughs) Like, Why am I wasting my time figuring out my plan if it's just going to get derailed? And the point is, you're always working towards something, but then you're open to these opportunities that come about along the way. For sure. So... I know she's grateful that she worked towards and she's a doctor of biology and that's awesome.
1: That is so cool.
0: So she's gonna be a great She'll great always influence. get to say she's a doctor. Yes. That's so cool. And she's good at it. She did my hearing test. Now is I will she- say, Kim <laughs> this is for you she knocked me on two words because it was like repeat after me okay and she knocked me on two words because of my southern accent and that was not <gasps> cool
1: not cool Kim I know wow bad Yelp review I right said, there
0: wait which ones did I mess up and I said I said, <laughs> I said that I said that I said that she goes okay well that's not what I heard <laughs> I'm like you have the hearing loss then <laughs> but yeah that's so funny. So fun. All right. Well, we will move on to Ryan. Yeah, we'll keep going because his aren't super long. I All right, like move it... on to Ryan. Now, I know behind the scenes is that Ryan did not want to type any of this out, so Kim did this as well. I now, love that he said his answers, but she was typing. Well, it out. he kept it real brief. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably tired. He's a tired man. Yes, I also relate to that. So okay. I feel like
1: they are both good people. I relate to them both. Okay. So, first of all, his name is Ryan Jacks, and when we asked um, if we could share his real name on the podcast and, like, <laughs> and talk about who you are slash how we met you, give details, please, whatever you're comfortable with, right? You wrote the question. Yeah. You know exactly what... He said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> Maybe his hearing is really bad, only it's reading.
0: He can't, he can't
1: read. No, I'm just kidding. That was so dumb. He
0: just wanted Maybe to say, Maybe his yeah. hearing
1: is bad, but it's his <laughs> <my>
0: reading. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. I started a new job. It's been hard out, in, We're gonna out here. We're going to do your update at the end. <laughs> yes, yes. We need to do that. Okay, but yes. I Okay, so Ryan is great. Well, then
1: we asked, what's your current job and a brief description? And yep. he said, a UPS driver. <laughs> Woohoo! Period. <laughs> nothing else no shame to the UPS driver just the shame to the lack of
0: answers (laughs) he drives a UPS truck and he is really good at it he's a really diligent worker so they always put the most packages on his truck I love that you're continuing his answers because we need some of that I know I know about him a little bit so yes he he's a really hard worker he's really good at what he does and Mm. so he He just didn't want to brag on himself right yeah well you do great I feel like I'm
1: dogging on him like I'm
0: over here being like wow he can't read (laughs) he delivered he delivered packages where I used to live in Minnesota which is funny because I I think he's great I might have crossed paths with him at one point or another before even knowing who he was
1: yeah um tell us something cool about you he said I have an eight-year-old son and a baby girl on the way
0: yeah that is something really cool about that is really
1: cool um Did you go to college? He said, "Yeah." And then, what did he major in? He said he went to college for two years and majored
0: in psychology, which I love psychology stuff. I literally didn't even know he went to college. Oh yeah, look at me not knowing. Okay, you not knowing thing about your friends that you
1: (laughs) officiated for. What what? Pastors know anything about, you know, uh, pastors or officiants know anything about the people they're marrying, though. Yes. So I think you're in the clear.
0: <laughs> Maybe he just didn't talk about it. Watch him be like, Amber, I talked about this a lot. Right. How Every are- day I mentioned.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Whoops. Um. So walk us through your professional journey. He said he worked for a local pizza company for 10 years. That's a long time mm-hmm. to be at a company in general. Yeah. And he's young, so he's been there for a minute. Okay, so worked as a chemical mixer in a factory for 10 years, and now works for UPS going on two years. How old is he?
0: <laughs> I don't has, know. has he been working since he was five?
1: Because <laughs> that's what I'm getting from he's this. He's not
0: that young. I think that he's in his mid-30s. Well, still pretty young.
1: That's still, t- like, 20 years of professional working. Like When would he have started work at 15? Yeah. 25. If he's 35, then, yeah, 15 or 13 to 17, somewhere in that realm. Oh, my gosh. So, baby. Wow. Yeah. And those are two interesting jobs. So, working at a local pizza company, which we love local mm-hmm. companies, and then a chemical mixer. That, that's scary
0: stuff right there. Yeah. Wow. And then he made a change to be a UPS driver. I don't remember exactly why, so I might be getting this wrong, but I think that he needed to reconsider some things because of family stuff. Mm. So insurance, Mm, um, a better setup for retirement, that kind of thing. I think he needed to shift to a company that had more benefits, benefit offerings. That totally makes sense. And I've heard UPS is pretty good about that
1: stuff. Yep. So we've asked them, um, are you happy with your current role and what's your desired next steps and career goals? And he said, um, for the most part, he's happy. There are a lot of great benefits that come with the job, but with all jobs, there are frustrations. I see myself retiring. I can see where Kim jumped in to help (laughs) typing. Okay. (laughs) I see myself retiring from UPS. I like working as a driver and can see myself doing that for the rest of my career, but I'm also not closing the door on pursuing supervisory roles. See, and there we go about, like, seeing yourself in a foreseeable future situation, but then also being open to, like,
0: changes. Yeah. So he just demonstrated what we're talking about. He'd be a really great supervisor, too, because I know he's a really good dad. Yeah. So he'd be a really good, he'd be a really good supervisor.
1: Love that. He says his his personal mission and vision... Um, oh, I'm
0: so ready to hear this one.
1: He said, I would say to be a hard-working, caring person above all else. I've always held those two values in high regard.
0: Aww. You know what's so funny? Okay. I thought that all of his answers were going to be jokes. No, he took the serious... Sure. The first two were like, buddy. This man, I guess he is kind of serious. I don't yeah. know. I feel like we joke around a lot, so this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much about you, Ryan. <laughs>
1: What is the most important lesson you've learned through your life slash professional experiences? And he said, I would say to not be afraid to advocate for yourself. Obviously, you need to be professional and respectful while doing so, but also know your value and worth and don't accept lesser than. I feel like I went on a whole whole spiel about this at one point in the podcast about like, and I, I can't remember what episode, but season one, about you know, standing up for yourself and don't take crap, but also, you know, you do have to remind yourself you're in a working environment, even though your supervisor might be trash and might be awful. You're still in an experience where you're dealing with coworkers, you're dealing with other supervisors that you still have to hold yourself accountable and with your head held high, um, because that'll just reflect better on you so that people seeing the experience Seeing
0: what's happening can say, well, at least she never lost her composure. Right. And you definitely have to think about the perspective of others in regards to your team as a whole and the company. Yeah. Um, Because this might be a weird side note, but I went to Firehouse Subs with my family one day. That's not... Of all the sentences (laughs) I thought you were going to say, that's not one of them. But please continue. (laughs) It really stuck with me because I was so shocked at what happened. We went to Firehouse Subs and I ordered... A turkey bacon ranch. I always do. Okay, that's the best thing there, hands down. Don't nobody argue with me. I know okay. other people like can other can things, I but, you, but all right. I will only get that. So I got that, and I we went to the car because we were on a road trip. So we got back in the car, and I opened it up, and I went, um, "Am I crazy, or is that ham?" <laughs> oh no! Like that is not turkey. And I'd already had bad luck with sandwiches recently, which is just weird. Again, not a sentence I ever thought. (laughs) Whatever. All right. Please continue. I'm having bad luck with sandwiches. So so I take, and I can't remember what the other example was, but I just thought, again, with the sandwich thing? Okay. Again? So I ask everybody in the car, because I don't want to walk in there looking like an idiot. Is this ham? Right. So I take the receipt. Be the crazy lady like, is this ham? (laughs) Yeah, they, I walk in. Oh, I'm sorry, I asked for turkey. Oh, man, this is turkey. This is so turkey. <laughs> so I'm asking everybody. And they go, that's definitely ham. And I, I think I looked at my dad's sandwich because he had gotten one that had turkey and ham maybe. And I like, gotcha. yeah, okay, this is definitely ham. Yeah. So I go in there and I bring the receipt and I go, hey, I ordered a, a turkey bacon ranch. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think this is ham. <laughs> I think yeah. I was even still, I think this still. is ham. Yeah. Language to the sandwich experts, obviously. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. She goes, Yep, that is definitely ham. And she must have been the manager. She goes, Yep, that's definitely ham. And she hands it back. She goes, We'll remake it for you. And then she starts yelling at her staff oh, about, geez. This is why you have to read the tickets, guys. And then she continues on. And then she goes, I mean, really? It's turkey? Grab the right meat? It's not that hard.
1: Oh, dang. And just
0: popped off at them about how basically they're dumb because this is the yeah. easiest job they're going to ever have. And like, that was yeah. her whole attitude about it. And I just thought, I never want to come here again. No. To that firehouse subs. No. Yeah. That's how your management's treating your employees. And this one dude who was making my sandwich, he just looked like he was bopping in his head or something. And he was just <laughs> hanging, he was just chilling, trying to ignore the fact that she was being rude. Yeah. And we just exchanged a look where he knew, I'm good. Yeah. And he does not need to worry about this. And he handed me my sandwich and said, have a good day. And I was like, you too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, and,
1: you know, I get her frustration because, like, yeah, it's – but, like – Okay, so here, I'll – devil's advocate, right? Yeah. So I get her frustration. It could be a religious thing or an allergy or an intolerance or – even a preference, and it should be easy enough to be like, wow, you know, it does say, it doesn't say ham, it says turkey, those are two different mm-hmm. words, right? But, like, you gotta think about how many sandwiches these people have made, yeah, and how many times it's right, and then the one time it's wrong, you know, and getting exploded at, I can't, yeah. and, you know, that is an easy mistake, sometimes, I... I don't know when I said I need to grab the blue marker I've grabbed I've grabbed red
0: like <laughs> you know sometimes that happens your and brain th- just short circuit I think that they're all new too yeah. honestly because especially I'm noticing that a lot now with COVID a yeah. lot of employees are new yeah and the manager's probably new too and she's probably trying to prove herself and thinks that that's the good way to do it but it's yeah. really not guys it's not and don't do it in front of the customer. The store was empty, other than me. The lunch rush oh, had wow. left. Yeah. So all they had, to, all she had to do was wait until I left, and then she could manage her team. Right. I, I wouldn't manage. Yeah, it that she was way. totally popping off to be like, "Look, I'm
1: the alpha here." Right. Yeah. Which, if that's how you have to do, if you, that's how you have to show your dominance, you don't have dominance. Mm-mm. That shows a
0: weakness right there. Because all of her staff was sad, just trying to deflect, and yeah. not even not deflect, not the word, but let it roll off of them, and I could tell. Sure. They were all trying to do that, so you're not making a positive impact. You're just making no. them hate their job. Yeah. So anyway, that's why when I think you have to advocate for yourself, but also let's just take a second and do it in a good way.
1: Yeah, honestly, um, and I'm sure that guy really appreciated you being like, "No, we're good.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about me." I was not an angry customer. If I had gone in there being like, "I ordered turkey. <laughs> this is ham." <laughs> then, okay, maybe. maybe. <laughs>
1: And that would be when they're like, ma'am, this is definitely turkey. (laughs) Right. You're wrong. Oh, my God. And so, okay. um, And last. Oh, gosh. Is there anything you would want the world to know that we did not ask about you? And this man said, not even a little bit. (laughs) There we go. Now
0: that's what I'm used to, Ryan.
1: There it is. Not even a little bit. I, You know,
0: Ryan, I relate to that. So He has so much life experience. I need to ask him more questions. Be prepared yeah. now, Ryan. I, need, I have more, apparently, I need to learn about you. So next time I come visit, which will be for Kim's baby shower, I'll be staying with you and I'll make sure to ask you a lot of questions. There you go. That's it. Well, any final thoughts before we end this episode? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Because I was listening to an approving uh, episode eight of season one, of one. Se- uh, yeah, of season one. Gotcha. and I realized that Laura talked a, a little bit about why she works from home and why she likes it, because she doesn't give all of her spoons away for the day, mm-hmm. and it's better for her life, but now she works in an office that's like an hour drive away from her house, Yeah, but not every day of the week, mm-hmm. so anyway, um... How are you doing with this transition? Do you feel like all your spoons are disappearing all of a sudden? <laughs> I mean what is going on? I feel like I have sporks some days
1: instead okay. of spoons. <laughs> just some version of a spoon that's not quite a spoon, but you know no um it's been it's been interesting because I'm exhausted on the days that I go in, but yes, so I'm very blessed to work at a place where um and I work four days a week right now with full time coming in the summer. Um, And two days a week I work at home. Two days a week I work at the school um, because I'm a financial aid counselor now. Yeah. Um, And on the days that I'm there, it's a lot because not only is it a full day of work of being back in an office, sitting up all day, but it's also, it takes me an hour to get there, an hour to get, get home. So that's two hours of driving a day plus the seven and a half that I'm there, or eight and a half if you can include lunch. That's a lot for me, from going to literally laying in bed most of work days, on my bad days, you know. But, I figured with the stimulator that I have in my back, hopefully that helps out. Yeah, we discussed that you were
0: getting the stimulator put in. Right. So now it's in.
1: Now it's in, and it's, I can definitely tell when it's not on. So, like, if my battery dies or something and I didn't notice it, I'll all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm starting to hurt a little extra. And then I go and I look and it's like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, my battery's dead. No wonder. And so I think it's really cool that I can notice that difference. Um, I would to know that it's working. Yes. It gives yeah. me hope because there's so many variations. There's, like, over 400 different variations with the programming. So I have a lot of um, – exploration to go before I figure out what works for me and it could change like my body could get accustomed to it and I could have to reprogram in a couple years so that changes a lot um but anyway I have the implant and I think that takes off a little bit of the heavy load like do I still hurt yes do I still have to take my medicine yes but the fact that I can work the fact that I'm out and about 10 and a half hours a day right now yeah and I'm living like I'm still we're still getting together and going Mm -hmm. and doing stuff like I just had a full 10 and a half hour day well nine and a half hours today but still nine and a half hours and still was able to go get my nails done with you that would have been impossible like six months ago right so like it's the little wins and so I'm working two weeks or two days a week and in the office. And I'm trying to make sure they're not consecutive days, so it's, like, I go in on a Wednesday and Friday or a Tuesday and Thursday.
0: Just That's so better I can, anyway. Um, yeah. I drive, like, or I drive about in, between an hour and an hour and a half to and from work, it varies. It could even be yeah. some days it's two hours Gosh. in the afternoon if I hit traffic or an accident, so... It is nice to not go, even just for someone who doesn't have EDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going in two consecutive days is ugh. So yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah,
1: um, and so it's been, but I've really been loving it. Like the days go by so much faster than my first job out of college. It would feel like the hours were dragging on, but because I'm I'm training and doing um, spreadsheets and different things like that, filing. Like, I'm just busy the whole time. Like, today I looked up and it was 3.30. I was like, where did the day go? Like, it literally felt like two hours, but it had been seven or yeah. six, you know? Um, so that's been pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, it's been nice to be in an, out, uh, in an office again and getting to wear my work outfits. I've been yeah. thrilled about that. Um, but then I'm glad I have the days to be home because uh, – and I don't have my office set up yet. We're working on that. But it definitely – I don't know, it just feels good to be doing, to be up and active again. And so I still have to be careful not to overextend myself. But I think I'm doing a pretty good job right now balancing.
0: Yeah, you might have added some more spoons.
1: Yeah, I might have had more spoons added to my allotment. which it, Or it's taking, or it's costing a little less spoons to do stuff. Yeah. It depends how you look at it. Like, if the stimulator is doing as much as I think it's doing, maybe that's what's happening is I have more spoons Or my spoons go further. Yeah. So that's been really, really cool. Um, I still take plenty of days of rest and I still take naps when I can because that just kind of recharges me a little bit. But the fact that I'm doing work and doing school full time, I'm really proud of myself for that. Yeah, I don't know how you're doing it. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) What helps is if if school was in person, I would not be able to. Or if we had like a class that we had to attend live. I don't think I'd be able to cause I'm doing school literally 10 o'clock at night, you know, when my brain's the most awake
0: and I know Laura texts me at 1230, just turn my paper in. <laughs> I'm like, my brain died at 1030. I don't yeah. know what you're
1: talking about. Well, and you know, the more that I'm working in the office again, the more I'm like, my brain is like, well, yeah, <laughs> going to sleep now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my update. Um, Uh, maybe, hopefully it's not too confusing from the end of season one to the start of season two that, you know, I think we touched on it a little bit
0: in episode one of season two, so. We've already, we've done your career update. I just, I forgot about the spoon thing, so. Yeah. Glad we circle back to that.
1: Me too. Do you have any last minute thoughts?
0: I do not. Just very excited for the next episode as always. I love reading these stories of my friends and Yeah, learning more about them. Yes.
1: I know, these are really insightful, and now you get to ask him, tell me about your psychology experience.
0: Wait a gosh darn second. (laughs) I don't know. I I really feel like that never came up. That's so funny. Yeah. I just, wow, I have no idea who my friends are, apparently. Enough, no. so yeah this one was my friends but obviously we have we have a lot more coming that are mm-hmm. and it, learning more about jenna too was good it was really good and her, her good writing good. is so fun to yeah. me like she's a very expressive writer so well great i think we're good so we got you want to follow us on instagram at mildly professional podcast yep and email us at mildlyprofessional professional 249 at gmail.com Follow our subreddit at
1: mildlyprofessional, and then follow us on TikTok at mildlyprofessionalpod.
0: So, what was mildly profesh? Was that the wrong thing that you were talking That's about? That's our username. Ah, got I it. I know.
1: I know. It tripped me up, too, but mildlyprofessional is the subreddit.
0: I was just listening to the one where you were trying to spell profesh, and it did not... Profesh. It did not... <laughs> I spelled it like profesh. <laughs> it did not... It did not spell. Or, no, it was like prosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes, that was a fun day. Oh, my goodness. And I I have no. I did work a full day that day.
0: Yeah, look at you. It keeps working out that you're working these full days. And I
1: have energy, like I'm interacting, and I don't know. Even more than when you
0: worked from home, when I'd come over to do the podcast.
1: I feel like the being in the office environment again has, and feeling like I'm using my degree, yeah, has like reawoke something inside of me that kind of for a little bit was dormant
0: so i'm so happy that we we like our jobs now and our friend ashley's getting a job that she likes now so we're all just doing good we're all doing good things so proud yay okay so we will see you next time see you later bye bye